0: Welcome back, friends. This is the Good Midlife Podcast, Christmas edition. It is Christmas week. We are just a few days away. It is cold in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, it's going to warm up. It's going to be a little bit warmer. We're not going to have that frigid temperature that we had last year for Christmas, but uh, uh, it's still going to be kind of seasonal, so we're excited. Richard, you're in town. How's it going at your house?
1: Uh, It's good. Just trying to wrap up the year, Uh, work year, and start vacation. I was supposed to Start vacation tomorrow, but it looks like it might be delayed a couple hours. So, um, but yeah, other than that, it's it's a little chaos, very behind on Christmas gifts, uh, stuff like that. So, but everything's good so far. So,
0: Excellent. Well, we're going to go to dinner tomorrow night, celebrate my wife's birthday. So we'll have a fun night out before the holiday. That'll be a great kickoff to your vacation. So I'm excited for that. Um, Before we get into it too heavy, I want to uh, bring up a couple of things. First of all, thanks to everyone who's listened. We got great listens this week. Singapore is back. We love you guys. We got good listens in Colorado and Minnesota, two places we have not had much penetration. So that was exciting to see <laughs> west of the Mississippi, getting a little penetration west of the Mississippi. So very exciting there. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: so, um but with all of that Richard did you realize that we have come upon a very important milestone this week?
1: Is this our 1 year anniversary? We have
0: been doing this for a year. Can you believe that? That is
1: amazing. It that is, is amazing. A little shock.
0: It is so cool. It's so fun. Um and I know we live in a world where everybody has a podcast and everybody can do it and you know we're never going to be Joe Rogan or the Kelsey brothers but I really appreciate the opportunity to do it, and we keep figuring out a way to do our show and try to make it a little bit more interesting and try to entertain people. And um, I think What's one year, ranking, is, uh, is the I more
1: important question. I haven't looked
0: lately, but just the opportunity to do it and yeah. to do it for a year is really fun, and just to we've actually had people all over the world listen to us which is a humbling thing they may have listened once they may have listened for five minutes and cut it off doesn't matter people have heard us all over the world all over america and so it's cool so um thanks to all the listeners for listening and uh keeping us going we haven't gotten any sponsorships yet we'd love to do that but even if we don't we're having a lot of fun and richard i really appreciate you and the effort you make to uh to do this this fun project
1: with me it's a lot of fun likewise man likewise So,
0: Well, we had a great week. Um, Richard, how was your weekend? We always start with that.
1: Uh, Weekend was good. Um, We we had another Christmas party. Uh, We had another White Elephant party, which was fun. Um, This was my bourbon chase team. Um, So it was was pretty good overall. Uh, Helped my mom out a little bit more, but uh, you know, it was just, it's the weekend before Christmas and I'm behind and so I'm, I'm i was scrambling to catch up. So uh it was it was pretty low key and then I and then I realized I uh, forgot about the party and then realized I scrambled very quickly on Friday to get ready for said party for, on Saturday. So but it was a good weekend overall. How about yours?
0: Yeah, it sounds like the holiday season. Well, it was good. Um <clears throat> I had a long workday Friday. Had an inventory so got out of there right. I got out of, I stayed late but I left because I had uh, work dinner with my work colleagues, which was very fun. We ate at Emmy Squared, which I love. Their pizza's great. Burgers are great. You know, I did something that I've never done, which is uh, Elizabeth and I split a pizza and a burger. So I had pizza and burger at the same sitting, and I've never had that before it really oh, was like revolutionary. It. it was really, really good. And I would say their burger, you know, they say, come for the pizza, come back for the burger. And it really is true. Their burger is fantastic. So
1: You tried. I, I've never had their burger, I don't think. Yeah,
0: I would have but. never done it, except uh, Elizabeth had it with her sister um, doing some marketing research. And uh, it, it was fantastic. It was good. So in louisville or anywhere you have enemy squared try that burger it's very good saturday we did some errands richard and um i agreed to go out with Richard with uh, elizabeth on some errands we had to get the dog a flu shot and a couple other things and uh, i had forgotten it was the weekend before christmas and it was really the seventh circle of hell driving uh through louisville yes. the week before christmas it was awful
1: Shelbyville road uh, anywhere where there's a walmart or Target basher manor was insane over by costco was insane so yes i I completely concur
0: do you know what else i learned this weekend i learned something that i'll bet you did not know i bet you didn't even realize that you needed to know this but you you cannot buy a waffle house gift card at waffle house really that is a fact elizabeth went in to buy some waffle house gift cards for some of the mckinley's friends the boys that hang out at the house a lot and um, You know, just give them a Waffle House gift card and a lottery ticket as the d- degenerates that we are do. And, uh, you know, and she went in and they said, we don't have gift cards. You have to go to Walgreens to buy a Waffle House gift card. Does that make any damn sense?
1: No, that, that does not make any sense at all. No,
0: except it just says the Waffle House Corporation cannot trust their employees to manage gift card sales. That's exactly what that tells me.
1: <laughs> That's not True. even a joke. That's not yeah. even
0: a joke i mean apologies to anybody offended but that is not a joke otherwise why would you not sell them um so yeah i did that and then had a pretty low key sunday um took the big steak dinner for the family we we do the advent wreath uh during the holiday so we had a little advent candle lighting had a nice dinner and a very low-key uh evening watching some tv and stuff so movies so really good weekend um so with that, let me go back to one more thing for, from the weekend. I did go out with some friends for a couple of hours, watched most of the Steelers game and the first half of Kentucky, North Carolina. And then we got over to my sister-in-law's house for the, for the back end of North Carolina, Kentucky. And uh, you know we're Kentucky fans if you listen to the pod. And holy cow, that was a good one, right?
1: Yeah, um, that was very impressive got a little close right at the end but overall Kentucky kind of I mean it, it was it was just a good basketball game. I mean it, it was very enjoyable. It was I enjoyed beating the shit out of uh Kentucky or North Carolina. Sorry. Uh and they yeah, I think I I think it's bound for a matchup in uh in March. I, I you and I talked about it a little bit. I'm convinced they're going to we are going to be in the same bracket somehow. And you might be right. They might both be three seeds or two seeds or something like that, or three probably three or four seeds. But, uh, yeah, I think it's bound to happen somehow. It's, they're going to face off each other somehow.
0: That was a fantastic basketball game. And I thought um, – I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds here, but it's the kind of win that Kentucky hasn't gotten in the uh, non-conference season in the last several years. A good, It's a good win for seeding. And um, I thought Kentucky did a great job playing. I thought I thought uh, I thought I thought our big man Bradshaw looked really good against Baycott, who is a fifth year senior and is one of my favorite players in college basketball. I think he is a really smart basketball player, good big man. Um, I, I again not getting into the weeds. I wondered what Cal was doing with some of his substitutions in the last minute and a half of the game, but it all worked out. Bradshaw hit some free throws, and uh, Kentucky got that big win. And, um, you know, speaking of seeding, before we get on to the, the big game this week, the last bracketology from Joe Lunardi had us a five seed. That doesn't make any sense. We have a bad loss to Wilmington, and we have one loss to Kansas, but we've also beaten a really good Carolina team and a really good Miami team. It Kentucky feels like a three or four seed at this point, don't they, Do you?
1: It, it does, and, and honestly, it's just like, it, I mean, it's- To pick on ESPN a little bit, um, I think it's just clickbait. And I think that's all it is, is just a bunch of clickbait and just so Kentucky fans can click on the website and bitch about it.
0: Maybe so. And I'm not a big Joe Lunardi fan. I think he is good at what he does and understanding how the committee is going to seed teams. But I also feel like he has created his own industry with this. And I think – I wonder now – if some of the committee members don't pay attention to what he says and it influences their thought process in the seating room and i think that's really in play because yeah. he is a smug smug little man who loves telling you where everybody's going to be seated and i have nothing for it so hopefully we end up better than a five seed, but you know we shall see um with that said we'll talk about Thursday night, two nights from now, we're going to see Kentucky and Louisville, Louisville, a team who is not on the bracketology radar, but Kentucky who is, Um, what do you think about this one, Richard?
1: Uh, It could very easily be a trap game. Although Louisville is terrible. Um, I think it is Kenny, Kenny Payne's potentially last game at Louisville. Um, I think they're going to cannon if they, if they get beat by at home by, if it's really bad, I think Kenny Payne's fired, which is fine with me because that means Cal will just bring him back and work with the big men and, and Louisville will go back to being Louisville. Um, it is a trap game a little bit of coming off a big win against North Carolina. Louisville's unranked. They have um, – it depends on how the players are – are they playing for Kenny to keep Kenny around or it, it depends on what the mentality is of the program uh I'm, I'm sure kenny would like a big win and to keep his job but i don't know i don't know what's going to happen here i mean it's, i think kentucky's going to win big but at the same time is it is a rivalry game and it is on a random thursday night and stuff like that
0: so i think kentucky's going to win this basketball game but i'm waiting to see what the opening line is and i'm not going to bet it because i would never bet against kentucky that's a, it's a rule i have but I think there's a good chance that Louisville doesn't get blown out of this one, and here's why. Louisville played Texas and Indiana very close and very easily could have beaten those teams. They played really well against good teams, and Cal doesn't want to run it up on his buddy, so this is not going to be, you know, 96 to 62. This is going to be closer than that. Uh, It still could still be 20. Could very well still be 20. We'll see what that looks like, but I... I'm a little nervous about it because of that. And, you know, there were reports this week that the Louisville Athletic Director talked to some of the players about firing Kenny Payne and what what happens next or how do you all feel about this, and which is terrible, right? right. If you're going to do that, you have to go ahead and fire him. But if the players care about Kenny at all and want him as their coach, then they're going to play hard. And if they want him out, then they're going to check out and we might win by 40. So I have no idea what to do with this game. But if the spread is really big and you're the gambling type, I would lean towards Louisville if they're catching twenty or better.
1: Yeah, I mean, Louisville's had some pretty close, impressive games against very good teams. But then again, you go back and you look at it with like Arkansas State and and I mean, God, it's just, they're when they don't want to show up, they don't want to show up. They're
0: a mess. That's exactly right. And And they've, they brought it against two, two good teams. And against the garbage teams, they, I don't even know what's going on. That It's, it really is a bad situation in the program there, I think. So I think Kenny is, Kenny's not going to make it to next season. The question is if Kentucky goes out and wins by 25, he probably gets fired. They have a week and a half off before their next game. So uh they'll probably and Kenny
1: run. Paynes back at UK. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and and then yeah,
0: right. He's recruiting for us next year which would be awesome. Um all right, enough of that. I, I I could talk about it for hours. This is a weird season though, a weird uh break because generally this time of year and I love the week between Christmas and New Year's because you get a lot of football, but you generally get a little bit of good basketball but I think Kentucky has one game against Illinois state Louisville's got a week and a half off. It's just kind of weird this year, isn't it? Have you looked at the schedule? I have, I
1: I noticed that too. It's just like, it's, it's either by design because of all the bowl games. And I think that might have something to do with it Um, or it's, it's leading into conference play Um, because we traditionally start conference play in January Louisville's already played Virginia Tech already in conference play, which is a little weird. But I don't know. It, it's usually because it just it's leading into it's kind of out of this dead period of like non-conference games and every, like leading up to the the really kickoff of the season. It feels like.
0: I think you're right about that. I do think ESPN plays a part in that because they have so much of the bowl game market, which is basically all of it. So they're not scheduling college basketball games. I also think the way the schedule on the calendar falls with Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve being Sunday and into Monday, like if it was Wednesday, Thursday, I think you'd have some bangers on Saturday. I think you'd have some fun stuff going on um, like Saturday night, Saturday afternoon. I think you'd have some good games and you might
1: even start well, the I, conversation I to earlier. I wish ESPN would, would get Kentucky and Louisville back on a Saturday night or Saturday. Me I mean, too. I really do. Me because too. It, it's, This midweek stuff. I mean, you and I talked about going out. I don't mind going out because it's like I'm on vacation a little bit, but I'm still almost (laughs) fifty. Well, in the
0: game, and to that, the game is six o'clock. Who starts a big game at six o'clock? I mean, that would be awesome if I was in third grade and my bedtime was eight thirty.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you got to get home, you got work, you got like you can't even settle on the couch at six. It's no. It's crazy. I didn't realize it was that early. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't realize it was that early. I didn't either
0: until today. I looked today. Today's the first time I saw that. And I was like, what in the hell? We have a, we are going out for a friend's birthday party that evening. And I was like, okay, maybe we can catch the Cats game while we're there. And then I'm like, well, good God, we're going to get there. And there's going to be eight minutes to go in the
1: game. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So anyway, that's, that's enough of that. But uh, it's, it's, it's a fun time of year for, for college basketball. And again, we talked about this. Kentucky basketball is fun to watch right now, and it has not been fun in the last couple of years. So they don't defend well, but they score a lot of points, and they're fun to watch. So yeah, that being yeah. said. So
1: well, go ahead. Ridge Tra- Shepard does defend well. I mean, he is a very – good, he is a great all-around basketball player.
0: Yeah. Very fun to watch. He can shoot the ball not great defensively a uh, good facilitator, all the offensive things that you want he can do. So now he's he's got a spot in the league whenever he's ready to go there. So it's very exciting. Um, I think it could be a fun winter around here, honestly. So we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. And a fun spring would be even better. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're coming up on Christmas, Richard. Tell me uh, – now are you traveling – are you guys going on a vacation or was that last year? I know you did last year. Are you all traveling on a vacation this year or just hanging around –
1: uh, the city we're probably just staying around um it's we we're going to nashville potentially uh then but right now it's just kind of sticking around and not doing anything we might take a, a trip a random trip here or there but yeah I, I, I no major I, trip yeah you a know no, Mexico no, trip last year right yeah no mexico yeah. trip no n- nothing like that
0: okay all right so Christmas is coming. Uh, let's talk some Christmas stuff. You know, we did that big podcast a couple of weeks ago with all the kids. It was very fun, and you missed it. Um, uh, but we may do another one. I I, I kind of want to do another one, something like that, during the week between Christmas and New Year's, when everybody's home. So I'll get with you on that. We'll think about
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: apparently, like we're not. I don't know how we're get, how we are doing with the demographic that is our target demographic, which is like middle aged dudes or middle-aged women, or middle-aged people in general, but we're killing it with the college kids. Um, Tommy Himes, who was on last week, his daughter approached me this week, or Tommy approached me this week and said, his daughter Kendall wants to be on the show. And I said, okay. He said she has no expertise other than Taylor Swift and makeup. And I said, okay, we'll find a spot for her. I'll get her on. I'll get her on. She's very funny. She'll be a great, great uh uh guests so we'll make that happen so i think the guest stuff is very fun um but you said you're not done christmas shopping let me ask you a question when it comes to gifts and receiving gifts do you like to be surprised or do you tell people what you want do you want to like nudge them in the right direction
1: or just like surprise me um i think as an adult I mean, as a kid, you always like, we. I think we talked about this before. It's just like, one of the greatest things as childhood was getting the service merchandise for the Sears catalog or something along those lines. You just circle away and say, this is what I want. Um, as an adult, to make sure I am getting what I want or would like to get what I, I kind of nudge in the right direction. Sometimes surprise is good. Sometimes it's uh, it's a little suspect. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I like a fun surprise, but I think it, as an adult, you kind of, you know what you like, you know what you have, you know what you need. And um, I kind of nudge in a particular direction.
1: Um, well, I got, I got, uh, I got snapped at or uh, basically told, why I buy what I want anyway. So it makes Christmas very hard. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's just, I I know what I want. And I usually go out and get it sometimes. So
0: have I ever told this story? I don't know if I've told this story. I probably have not told this on, on the show. Um, When my mom, I was in college and my mom tried to surprise me with one of my stocking stuffers with a CD. And mm-hmm. so she, I was home and she said, I, I almost bought you the CD the other day and I wasn't sure if you'd like it. And, but it's that guy, I can't remember what his name is, but he has all those hit songs. Like he's got so many hits and gosh, I wish I could remember his name, but he, he sings all those songs. And, uh, I was like, oh yeah, you should have bought it. I'm sure I would have liked it. I like, I like all the hits. I like all the songs and, uh, Billy ocean. I wish it was Billy ocean. She didn't buy it. And I was talking to my sister about that, um, later that holiday season. And she said, no, I told her not to buy it. It was Michael Bolton. I was like,
1: "Good God!" (laughs) I don't think I. uh, Maybe when a man loves a woman, that's that's as far as it goes on naming a song by Michael Bolton.
0: I think I think his cover of "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay" is pretty good. That's the one thing that I like from Michael Bolton. I think he brings a lot of soul to that. I think it's good. Otherwise, you can have it, and that is a moment where a surprise would have been bad. It would not have been a good surprise.
1: Is it bad? I didn't even know he did that cover.
0: Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm a little older than you, so I would have maybe heard that. Maybe, maybe that was not on your radar uh, at that point. Um, I think it was. I think I was probably a sophomore in high school when that came out. Mm. Maybe a little, maybe junior. I don't know. But it was a hit, and uh, it's pretty good. I, I, as Michael Bolton stuff goes, sitting on the dock at the bay is not the worst stuff that he does. However, I'm glad I do not own or have never owned the Michael Bolton Greatest Hits CD.
1: Yeah, it's probably a good blessing. It's
0: yeah, for a sure. Good um, have you watched any Christmas movies? Have you have you hit any of your Christmas standards that you need to watch?
1: No, I have not. It's um, no, I haven't, and I'll probably do that probably Christmas Day. Maybe uh, it just depends on how things move and 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 stuff like that. So I, I I'm I'm like this this Christmas is a little as you fully aware of has been a little on the chaotic side so it's it's just trying to get all my ducks in a row and just get through it
0: yeah i totally get it it's it's you're dealing with something this year listeners of the show know and um it, it as we get older like i've thought about this a lot because when you're a kid it's so magical and when you become an adult the world is just uh, kind of makes all of that harder you know i, I mean with me, I have adult kids who live far away and I won't see them until after Christmas. And, um, so much of our time together was us doing a lot of fun stuff, whether it's wrapping presents, it's making candies, uh, you know, watching movies. So it's all different and it's all, it's all good. There's still a lot of great stuff and I'm very thankful for everything, but, um, as we get older, it just becomes different, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely weird. I mean, it's, but at the same time, as like it's, it, I mean, it it it's it, time to be thankful and thank grateful and um, what you got and 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 stuff like that. It's just like I just I I I'm not gonna lie. To you, I feel very disorganized. Like yeah, I mean, just all the way around disorganized. So.
0: Well, it's uh. It's all going to come together because it always does. And Christmas gets here, and then 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 we get after it. After you know, we have a great yeah. time with family and uh, and uh, drunk uncles and all the things. Now, do you like this? Is a great question. I think. Um, do you like the week before Christmas, the lead up, all of the parties, all of the the stuff, the wrapping, the the family? Do you like that more, or do you like the week after Christmas more when it's a when it's the letdown and you're you're rolling into New Year's?
1: It's a good question. I, I think I like, I like all like, to be honest, I, I like everything like from Thanksgiving on is usually, I mean, this year is kind of the exception, but it really isn't because it's like it, it's, it's just a good time of the year. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to be around family. It's nice to be, I, I, I think I like it all from the standpoint of I usually take off the week after Christmas anyway. So it's I, I there. I, I like I like the week after Christmas because I'm gearing up for what my my next year is going to look like, what like planning for next year and stuff like that. But I think I like I like it all, actually. I mean not to sound corny, but I think I like leading up to Christmas. I like getting gifts. Uh, it's like or like going to buy gifts and stuff like that. I hate going to the mall, though, but. I, I mean, I like all that kind of stuff. What about you?
0: I'm the same way. Um, I, I used to not care much for the week between Christmas and New Year. And as an adult, I really like it because the pressure's off. Um, you, you've you got a little bit of downtime, not as much activity stuff going on, but you're still in a festive holiday spirit and you're rolling into New Year's Eve, which I don't go out for New Year's anymore. The last several years we've just sat at home. We've had the kids over and and just done snacks and had a lot of fun. And so it's all very, very fun, but I also love the front side of it. And I love I Thanksgiving. I love so much. And then all of the things, you know, this year we've gone to holiday pop-up bars and we've gone to, we've had dinners and we've had our party and we've done all, I love the food. I love the friends. I love the family. I love it all too. I'm the same way. It's hectic and um, you get a little burned out at this point, honestly, sometimes, but
1: yeah, it, that, it, there is some it, truth to the burnout. I will say that, that, yeah it, it's it, it, and we went on vacation last year, as you talked about before, and that was that was a lot coming off of a very long November and december season so that that I loved it, and I loved being in the sunshine, and I would love to do it again, but it's it's like that's kind of hard, like leaving the day after Christmas and then you don't get back until the the second or we i think we got back new year's day that was tough uh, that 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 and it's it's fun and it's supposed to be relaxing but you go from relaxing to back to chaos again especially traveling over the holidays via plane
0: yeah i i agree with that and i for myself it's much more pronounced the older i get like something like that sound would sound awesome when I was 31 and I could do it and would be excited and be right after it at 51. I'm not, I don't know, man, I, I would do it, but I, it, it would hurt for, for a week or so after I got back in terms of trying to get back in rhythm and trying to get myself, you know, situated again, uh, back into stride. Like you talked yeah. about.
1: Yeah. It's, so, uh, and I'll tell you one thing I, I, I enjoy and it's really bad to say, but it's just like, I like but you were talking about New Year's like I don't mind a low key New Year's like just eating pizza or going to get dinner early and then coming home and watching a movie. And I, I hardly make it to New Year's or midnight anymore, because honestly, it's just another day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I still stay up for the ball. I've I've I can't remember. This is not a joke. I cannot remember the last time I was asleep before the ball dropped. I mean like I may have been 6 years old, maybe 5, I don't know. It's been a long long time. So that's something that I always I always enjoy and uh but I'm weird. I I generally stay up through midnight going into my birthday. I don't know why that is, but um I just I want to see it in. And so that's that, that that's pretty cool to me, but I like staying at home and and having a really low-key New Year's at this point. Like you said, dinner out, hanging with some friends, maybe a couple of friends over or whatever, but as far as being out and about, I don't that's those days have passed me by and I am good yeah. with that. Um uh but I want to go back real quick, you talking about liking all of it, all of the stuff, all of the season. And it is a thing that I really have to remind myself of. And I really thought about it when I had kids. It it's far as like just enjoying every moment for what it is. Like, except that like this is gonna be kind of a wild day today. you, you might be a little burned out, but this is a A fun time and you know just not wishing away moments is a a really important thing and I I did that with my kids like when they were little I never you know I I wanted to cherish it and not think oh gosh I wish they could walk now oh I can't wait till they can drive I can't you know it's just just it's I think I think what you talk about about loving it all is a really good um live in the moment sort of a thing you know
1: yeah yeah I think it I mean it, it, it it you really do appreciate it and it, it's it, it, because it's it's a week or it's it's five weeks of absolute chaos. But it's like I like the week after Christmas because it's kind of like calm down and relaxed and everything else. So it, it's 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 kind of interesting in that regard. So.
0: Yep, I agree. Okay, let's hop off of the deep stuff. Let's get into some shallow stuff. Um. Christmas candies, Christmas cookies. What, what does your mom make that you love Richard?
1: Well, we, uh, when she was still alive, my grandmother was a hell of a baker and she would make all kinds of pies and, and, and cook, we'd have all kinds of desserts. And I couldn't eat many of them because of high sugar content, but it's what I, I, my grandmother used to make coconut cake and it was fantastic. Um with, so with fresh I, coconut. I, she used fresh coconut, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yep. Uh that was incredible. Um, any I mean we did boil custard. I love boil custard. Holy shit,
0: I love boiled custard. When yeah. I was like when I was like 10 years old, I would
1: go through a quarter
0: of that a day if you'd let me. I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so there's that. Um, we do uh, one thing I don't like we do is we basically Redo Thanksgiving meal all over again on Christmas Day, and I'm I'm trying to take that over basically where it's just like we're not doing that anymore, and uh, because it's the same meal and I don't like it, so um, I'm sure that's not going to go over well. But it's like I think we need to mix it up. So, but anyway, but it's still good food. I mean, it's it's just not. I'm burned out on it by that point.
0: Well, it sounds like we had a lot of the same treats growing up. My mom always made a fresh coconut cake. My grandmother made a great one, Um, and then my mom did it for years. Um, My mom always made me a white chocolate cake, which I really liked. Uh, Divinity uh, was one of my favorite things. Oh, my gosh. My grandmother made
1: that as well. Yeah, Love
0: it. Bourbon balls. I've got a batch that I'm getting ready to dip tonight. I love bourbon balls. Um, I like to make a rum cake. People like that sometimes my mom um she, my, it was a baking extravaganza at my house richard my mom made the the peanut butter buckeyes and uh sugar cookies that we would frost she would make heinous fruit cakes fruit cake cookies <laughs> like just jam cake i don't even know what the hell a jam cake is but my dad likes it so they'd eat it um but uh all the treats i just love all of that so much and it's great um it's just fun, and the kids all love it, so it's really good. I I agree with you about the dinner thing. Um, now, we do Christmas dinner with Elizabeth's family, and they don't do the traditional turkey, and they mix it up. Like uh, we've done a beef tenderloin several times. I did my lasagna one year. Um, we've done um, – I think we did like a taco bar one year. Like it's just something different every year and not the traditional turkey and dressing, which is – uh, I, I appreciate that too because I like the turkey dressing meal like we talked about. But uh, five weeks apart, maybe not my favorite thing in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it gets old real quick. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like it is one of my favorite meals, but at the same time, it's like okay, yeah, we can uh, we can find so uh, a friend of mine's family does like they mix it up like it'll be lobster, like surf and turf, or it'll be lasagna, or something along those lines and it's like i i was night. i don't know just something unique and fun and my mom likes to do that a little bit too she does tenderloin pork beef tenderloin sometimes pork tenderloin stuff like that so i do appreciate the mix up
0: yeah you should totally take that over richard i think it's i think it's a good call um i really appreciate uh doing something different um let's see we've got a couple of minutes left let's
1: favorite christmas gift
0: oh ever all time could yeah so i have two from my childhood one was in 1983 i think 83 or 84 and i got a pioneer stereo in a case with big speakers and i got michael jackson's thriller as one of the albums um, a couple other albums that was one of my very favorite ones um, and as a music guy, you can appreciate how important that was in my life. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. uh, the other one was the year that we got an Atari. My brother and I went one so bad and we knew my parents were asleep and we snuck out in the middle of the night and we got into the living room and saw it under there. And we just jumped up and down in the living room. These two little kids and we're like hugging each other. We don't hug. My brother and I don't hug and we're hugging each other. Cause we got an Atari <laughs> and we cannot wait
1: to get after that. It was so
0: good what
1: well, about you um i'd probably have to go with the uh gi joe aircraft carrier yeah nice nice we, we got the gi joe aircraft carrier i've been watching there's a lot of stuff on facebook about it's like if you certain feeds like <laughs> some guy posted it's year 38 or something um it's year 38 and i'm still like crying i haven't gotten geo joe aircraft here all right right um and then i think one year it's okay i got like my first cds a bunch of cds yeah that i liked a lot i got um, van halen the one with pound cake on it um a bunch of different cds and that was really great too but i, I gotta think i mean there's just so many good childhood memories like with star wars stuff and yeah. all that kind of stuff and i got my first it,
0: guitar for christmas that was a great one
1: yeah yeah I imagine that yeah i think i got a bike for christmas one time i did too a bmx like a like a bmx bike or something uh, a murray bmx bike oh yeah it yeah
0: it might have been bought at my dad's store actually but uh <laughs> <laughs> we sold those um gosh it was it's so much fun this is a real quick story i'm going to tell very quickly that year i got the the stereo um We had just gotten MTV in Hopkinsville, and my grandmother on her side of town had it. We didn't on our side, and we were there hanging out doing Christmas. We'd eaten, and my uncle lived in an apartment not far away, and he wanted to show us something that he had rigged up at his house. And my dad and I went over, and it was the first time that I had ever seen anyone who had their TV lined in through the stereo. So you had stereo sound with your TV, and he had MTV. And I hand to God, this is what actually happened. He turned it on, and there was a commercial, and the next video they showed was Michael Jackson's Thriller. So the first time I ever saw anything in TV surround sound speaker stuff was Michael Jackson's Thriller at my Uncle Phil's apartment. It was revolutionary to me, as you can imagine.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. I think we also got puppies one year, and somebody (laughs) brought them over to my parents and gave them to us that was uh and i remember the puppy shitting all over the place
0: <laughs> As the, they puppy, uh, uh,
1: the puppies were gone like a day later
0: yeah right right
1: yeah and they were little small dogs i remember and uh yeah that that didn't last very long for
0: sure. <laughs> kids want puppies and they're terrible at taking care of yeah dogs. It's, yes, that's a fact yes. that i'm a an adult
1: fact. and i'm probably very not very good at taking care of dogs. yeah
0: yeah well well, we're getting close to the end of time. So let's, let's go ahead and wrap here. But um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for listening this year for the last year. Continue to follow us, the Good Midlife podcast at Instagram. We are the good midlife at gmail.com. Richard is Kinch and crew on Instagram. That's where you find us. Uh, thanks again to everybody for listening. We hope everybody has a great Christmas season, a great holiday season. Um, and uh, just take a minute to just enjoy the moment because um it it's all it's all good and it, and we're all very blessed I think so um Richard what else do you have to
1: say? Uh I don't have much to say. We are doing something next week, right? Yeah, I want to record okay. next week. I definitely okay. do. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I, yeah. we'll do uh, happy, happy new year next week. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, Merry new Christmas. <laughs> <Next week. laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh other than that, Merry Christmas, everybody. I wish you all the best. Enjoy, be safe. Having a uh, good time with your family. Hug em uh and uh Merry Christmas to all
0: yeah Merry Christmas to everybody tell those people that you don't see all the time that you love them uh and to my girls if you're listening in North Carolina driving home I love you too so um with that we're gonna get out of here we're gonna keep living our best mid you keep living yours
1: Feliz Navidad